Welcome to our one year reflection. Taylor. I am Monte Martin. Uh, as Quay said, we'll be reflecting today over the year. Uh, we just hit our one year anniversary mark. Uh, we will be reflecting on the past episodes over the year. Um, also joining us today, we have our creative director joining us on the podcast, Ms. Dorian Bullock. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. I am glad to be here. So can you tell the listeners, uh, before we jump into the interview and the, and the reflecting, can you tell the uh, listeners who you are, where you're from? I am Dorian Bullock. Um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and um, a recent college graduate with my degree, my bachelor's degree in marketing. Excited to be a part of Trusted Process and always looking to make a change. We're glad to have you on the podcast. Um, so before we reflect, before we get into our reflections, Quay and I's uh, reflections, we want to take a listen to our, our guests who have joined us on the Process Podcast as they explain what trust in the process means to them. Success doesn't come overnight. Anything that you want to do that's positive, it takes time because there's a process and in that process, not only will you learn to do the thing that you're trying to do, say it's a business or um, say it's uh, uh, making clothes or any, anything like that. The process is learning all of the fine parts of that operation in order to sustain you when you do come into obstacles or when you do come into situations where you're not familiar with. Going through the process, you don't skip any of those things. For example, when I was learning to lay brick, I learned to push a wheelbarrow and I learned to put mortar in the pan and I learned to set up. You might say, well, what that got to do with laying brick? Well, as a brick mason, if I don't know how my pans and my brick need to be set up, I can't perform my duty with efficiency because I skipped a step. 
You get what I'm saying? I didn't learn the process. I skipped over part of the process. So now here I am getting ready to lay brick and I don't even know how to set myself up so I can do my job. And I can't tell the guy that's supposed to be doing it because I don't know. Okay? So when I started laying brick, my father, who was a master mason, he gave me a wheelbarrow and a shovel. And everybody said, well, he's your dad. Why did he give you a wheelbarrow and a shovel? It was because he wanted me to learn the process. We can't be so anxious for things in life that we fail to learn the process. Because when things go wrong on the top end, if you know the process, you can regroup. But if you don't know the process, you can never get back to the top because you don't know how they got there in the, in the beginning. You understand what I'm saying? Good man. To, to young people today, don't be so anxious to get a car, to get a house, to make a name for yourself. Learn the process. You can't, like they say, you can't cheat the process. Just like this show is called Trust the Process. The process is hard. The process is long. It's going to be nights nice that you're sleeping alone. It's going to be days that you feel like nothing, but you got to see something in yourself. The people that grow to be successful is the individuals that are willing to fight even when they have no more fight left in their body. When their arms start swinging, their soul still swinging. That's the sign of a true warrior. So whatever you do for the rest of your life, even if you never hear King Howard's again, understand that you're a million dollar check in the world is just waiting for you to sign it. Because I want scrabble defense, you feel what I'm saying? It's a like, whatever your religion it is or whatever your belief is, it's an ongoing process. That character, them characteristics or whatever your belief in is getting carved out for life. Nobody is perfect in whatever religion they believe in, you feel what I'm saying? We all have flaws and they need to know that. Nobody is perfect. Nobody's perfect under the sun, and once they know that and begin to love themselves and cherish themselves and move straight, pray hard and move smart, and then when you pray hard and move smart and love yourself, all you got to do after that is trust the process. And once you trust the process, you'll start seeing things develop, and then you'll come to a conclusion. And your conclusion will be a good conclusion or a bad conclusion on how you move, but it should be a great conclusion once you trust in the process. And that's why we're here today, because we trust in the process on God. You know, if we sacrifice right now for this small amount of time, it's going to pay off in the end. I, you know, I didn't know how, um, but I believed it. And I just was like, man, if you just trust in, and I'm, and I'm kid you not, guys, that's why I love the title of this, this podcast, man. I, I, was, I would always tell my wife, man, just trust the process, man. Just trust the process. And I believe because I, you know, made sacrifices and I'm like, man, God, I know you, you moved me out here to not let me fall. I be kidding you, man. If I tell you, man, life, man, it, it's tough. I mean, it's tough, bro. And I, uh, again, I, I thought about giving up plenty of times, man. But again, in those quiet moments, man, when you all alone, and God speak to you and say, my son, my daughter, if you only just hold on, if you just believe in me, if you just trust that I'll take you where you want to go, but there's some things that I have to work on within you. Because when I bless you, I'm not going to add any sorrow with it. I'm not going to say like men and women do, man, I shouldn't have did it. Man, I shouldn't have did that. What I'm going to say is, 
well done, my good and faithful servant. You went through the process. You went through the fire. I was sitting right above like a cow, like a uh, college coach sitting in the press box looking down at his offense and his defense. I was looking down at you like that, my son and my daughter saying, look at him, look at her. They don't think they gonna make it. But I told him I know the beginning and the, I know the beginning and the end. I told him the plans that I have for them are plans of good, plans to give them a hope in the future. But look, they don't even believe me. But if you just hold on, my son, if you just hold on, my daughter, I trust you. I take you where you want to go. I give you the desires of your heart. And um, like I said, man, just, man, don't give up. Have faith, man. Have faith. Hey, man, have faith. Like, <laughs> you need it. It's impossible to live in this world, man, without faith, man. Gotta have faith and, and you gotta have faith that you know if whatever you're going through, whatever process that you're moving through right now, that it's all part of the plan to make you the best that you can be to experience the best success. As you're going through your process, I know that it's ups and downs, twists, turnarounds, dark corners, bright lights, open doors, you know, all of that. And wherever you are in your journey, you're in the right place and you're doing the right thing. And just keep going. It's finding him in the small things. You know, I trusted the process when I felt, you know, I had stopped playing ball my, my senior year. And so I, I picked up work at Buffalo Wild Wings as a server. And I felt pressed to buy a Bible, my, my first Bible. And so in doing so, I was, I was running food trays. And what that means is you're not actually taking tables that day, but you're running food out. And each server tips you out. And so I had earlier that day went to Mardell's and purchased a Bible that was 40 bucks. Typically on a night of running tables or running food, I would earn $60. Well, that night after buying my Bible and going to work, I had earned $100. So he literally paid for my Bible and gave me the fair amount that I typically make every night. That was the only night that I had ever made $100 doing that service. And so that looks like trusting him when you're still messed up. It looks like trusting him when things are uncertain and unclear and you're still not sure but you know that you're being led and you're being pulled to this thing called peace that's just undeniable. Um, it looks like the servers around you buying you your first non-slip shoes because you couldn't afford them when you first started working. It looks like you um, just doing the right thing and, and, and it's called integrity. It's when no one else is watching, you're doing the right thing and your dad shows up back to Wichita Falls and gives you the car that he took away when you first stepped out. Um, and so trust in the process just means being redeemed and allowing him to, to renew you and to, and to begin that perfect work that he initially intended you intended for you to do the entire time except that he gave us free will and at the time I just wasn't making the best decisions I wasn't choosing God I was choosing good things familiar things comfortable things and so I'm um, trusting the process is just being all in quite frankly so Newton's third law states that a force that acts upon an object is a result of its interaction with another object, right? So everything that you come into contact in life, whether it's for the good or the bad, is going to shape you. So you always need to be cognizant of what you're getting yourself into. And you have to trust that. You have to trust your intuition that what you're doing is what's best for you. 
actually hear um, all those different variations of uh, people's ideas of what trust the process means to them. And um, honestly, to me, it means, uh, you know, acting on faith. And I feel that faith is like the strongest part of any thing you do any type of decision making you can't because you don't know everything we weren't we weren't god didn't put us on this earth to know everything so it is imperative that we trust the process and know that everything will come and will happen the way that. and i feel that it's important for me especially to think about that concept every day like as i'm transitioning from the college life into the real adult life when there's nothing there to to that's there's nothing that has to support me that that it's mandatory that it that I get support or I get love or I get the things that I need like no one owes me anything so it's important for me in order to keep my head straight and keep you know have the the same drive and the same focus that I need to to reach my goals it's important that I understand that for sure and um as I'm listening to the podcast I've noticed you know we always ask everyone else what their idea of trust the process means Amate can you tell me what it means to you wow so I never really thought about it um you know this being the process podcast I never really thought about answering the question so this is a very good question but to me um i think that everybody was sent here by god in this vessel in this vehicle right and sometimes we get too caught up in the vehicle if that makes any sense so i had a conversation for those who listen to the podcast a lot you know my wife is um in law school right now and i'm doing my phd and I look at that as exterior, as the vehicle. Um, we're trying to, you know, put rims on the vehicle. We're trying to put tinted windows on our vehicle to, you know, boast what we have. But we have these life experiences for the human inside the car. We don't realize that, you know, God put a spirit inside of us to advance His gospel. And so I feel like inside that vehicle, we neglect the human. We neglect that maybe God put us through some things for us to learn from those things and to give back and to shed light on those things so that other people can get outside of their vehicle and say, you know what, I'm a spirit. Because no matter what, we're all in a vehicle. We all want it to look nice. We all want to, you know, get the oil changed. But at the end of the day, all those things will fade away. And the only thing that we'll have is that human inside that car. So trusting the process to me means, you know, learning from your experiences, um, allowing yourself to go through any journey, whether it's hard, whether it's easy. I mean, sometimes the process could be easy, but you just have to wait. You have to wait it out. But whatever it is, just allowing yourself to be patient and to be used by God um, in order to van- advance his gospel. Because at the end of the day, um, that's what trust the process means to me is to ultimately trust in God. And I totally agree with you, Monte, because it's just like my favorite Dr. Lauren song, uh, Spiritual. We're not natural beings having spiritual experiences. We're spiritual beings having a natural experience. So it's, it's 
imperative again that we know that our spirit like you said comes first and then exactly. spirit comes first and we have to believe in something that we can't see then trusting the process is the only way to go it's funny because what we don't know what we fail to realize sometimes is we are we're already experts you know what i mean like everything that you've been through in your life was you building your expertise in something that you're not aware of. And one day you're gonna need that expertise to either help somebody else or to get over a situation. You know what I mean? For example, um, for those who haven't listened to episode two, um, I got my GED. And when I got to FAMU, I wasn't a good paper writer at all. I couldn't write at all. But because my and my GPA was horrible at FAMU. And so every semester I had to reapply um, for academic probation reasons and I had to write a letter. And I could I can say every semester, there's probably maybe six, seven semesters, I write a letter, I write a letter. Please, I'm a rattler through and through. You know, I I, I did I'm gonna do better because I did this. You know what I mean? That that honed in on my writing skills to the point where I'm more confident in my writing and it, it allowed me to apply to grad school and I felt comfortable in my writing. And so it's just the things that, that you go through, you grow through. You know what I mean? The things that that God is preparing you for that you're not ready for yet, you have to go through some type of process in order to, when you get in that position, to be able to feel comfortable in that position. Agreed, totally, totally. Now, Quay, could you give us some insight of what trust the process for you? Well, trusting the process is like baking a cake. Um, you need all your different ingredients. You need your sugar, you need your, your spices, you need your, your, your icing, you need all the different things to build a cake. And you know, missing a different, missing any of those ingredients, I mean, the cake would be imbalanced. So it's kind of like with trusting the process, you got to know that that's how you apply it to life. If you take any shortcuts, any wrong turn, you know, you can make your your experience a little harder, you know what I'm saying? But still trusting the process, it can, it can also happen for you. I mean, to me, trusting the process is also trusting God and God's timing, knowing that the things that He, he set out for you in your life, He can't, it can't come on um, void. You know, it got, it got to happen because, uh, in His words, that's what He says. You know, so trusting the process to me means ultimately trusting God, trusting the vision. You know, stand firm on faith. You know, that's what trusting the process means to me. Mm, agree and I'm and it's it's a beautiful thing and you can tell when God's really working when everyone's answer is consistent you know when everyone kind of has the same idea of what it really means to trust the process and I know that that's essentially what God will want us to know as his children as his spiritual beings as his vessels he would want us to know or feel that way about the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> moving forward, um, could you guys tell me some of your... Okay, well, before I ask you that, I want you to describe the year for you. Like, how would you how would you categorize your year as hosts of this podcast? Okay, the year as a host, it was amazing. You know, I mean, 
I began to become a better speaker. You know, I became began to become a better listener, uh, a better friend, you know, a better husband. You know, a lot of things uh, transpired with the podcast. You know, uh, we heard different stories and different uh, aspects of life, and it, and it make you look at people uh, different. You know what I'm saying? Not not in a bad way. It just make you look, let you know that. Uh, what you go through might not be something that helps the next person, but what another person might go through might help another person. So it's like the podcast has endless, endless, um, endless effect on different people. Like, for example, you know, my experience, I might help, I might help a person that was going through the type of things that I went through. And then on the other hand, you got to do like Monte. Like, I'm big up, I big him up because, you know, Monte, uh, he went a hard route as far as with the education route. Like, we're talking about a dude who had his GED who was counted out, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he kind of like from transitioning from getting his GED pushing through to going to college, you know, not doing so well in college and now applying for his PhD. And now he have a doctor in his name, you know, kind of like motivate me like, man, he put some more respect on his name. Let me put some more respect on my name, you know what I'm saying? So those things kind of like motivate you. You kind of like see, you kind of like get to see things from different angles. That's my perspective. Right. That's a great one. That's a great one shows that like you said you, even though you know it's having an effect on other people it's beautiful that it's having an effect on you as well um Amate could you give us an idea of how things went for you this past year as a host first and foremost for those listening to the podcast you know they see all the hashtags overcome achieve trust the process it's a movement it's a mindset it's a lifestyle for us like we started this a year ago off a phone call when I was in Virginia. I was like, hey, Quay, man, God put this on my heart. Uh, what you think about starting this podcast? He said, let's do it. You know, everything from the podcast to being in school, to being married men, to be to being fathers, we're living the lifestyle of trusting the process. And so, you know, every time we get a new guest on, it's like I want to shout for joy because it's something that God put on my heart and it's just like the processes I'm unfolding before my eyes. This started as an idea on paper. You know, I didn't know what I was going to call this podcast. You know, I talked to Quay, I prayed about it, and I listened to uh, Ace Hood's CD. His CD title is Trust the Process. And so, you know, everything that has happened has happened to me and Quay to advance the gospel. And so, just you know, from, from all the stories, just from every background, it's just like, wow, we're not alone. You know what I mean? You know, God is intentional. Um, that's one thing that stuck out to me. That's the, that's like the thread is that in order to be something, to be successful, you have to go through something. And it's not by happenstance. It's not haphazardly happening. It happened for a reason. Amen. Um, and speaking of, you mentioned about how each guest or whenever you get a new guest, it, it, it makes you want to shout for joy. And knowing that you're that energetic about people coming on, can you give me your favorite uh, episode or the one that you remember the most or the one that may have hit home or resonated with you the most? Amate or Quay, either one of you can take that one. It's hard to pick a favorite. It's hard to pick a favorite because, like I said, every time we have a new guest on, it's like you see the vision, you see our vision. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a part of the movement, the mindset that we're trying to make. And it's just so exciting to hear all these stories and how, you know, people have just been holding on to, you know, God's promises. But if I had to pick, you know, one 
I'll say Quaid, you know, episode one, you talking about someone who grew up in the concrete jungle, you know, someone who grew up in, in the real Miami. And you're talking about someone who, who always wanted to do positive things, you know what I'm saying? Even though he grew up in the lion's den and you have, he just, he just blossomed to this, this, this father, this scholar, this student, this, this husband, you know, he still has his morals and, you know what I'm saying? That 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 one really stuck out to me. Uh, and it was the first one. You know, me and Quay have known each other for a while, um, for a while through our lives. But that was my first time actually hearing his story, his background. Um, and so that one really stuck out to me because, like I said, we started off a phone call like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And our first episode, he told his story, and I'm like, "Wow, this is about to be very impactful." If all the episodes can live up to episode one. You know what I mean? So I think episode one. That's great. So that gives me that that I actually have two questions for you now, Clay. With hearing that, like, how does that make you feel knowing that someone else is able to observe your growth and not only observe it but to to admire and respect it? So like, how does that make you feel? I mean, to hear it come from Monte, man, it means so much because I value him as a as a man, you know what I'm saying? So certain people, you know, their opinions, I mean, they hold weight, but they don't hold as much weight. But him, Monte, speak uh, highly of me like that means so much. Uh, I just know that I'm, I'm doing God's work, you know what I'm saying? And we, both of us, we are doing God's work. Uh, I feel good as a father because now the things that I'm doing, you know, say just give my son a little a step height, something he can step on because you know, say just coming from the, the situation that I came from, you know, my father, his background, everything like that, kind of had to like figure everything out. And it's like now my son, he won't have to just figure everything out. He at least have a base, you know what I'm saying? And from a base, we can continue to build. I mean, it just it means a lot to me though, you know. And I just I'm looking forward to becoming better. You know, I know I'm doing good things, but I just want to continue to be better because I know that the better I am, the more the better my son can. Be, the better I can help the next man, you know. And if I want to help my son, I mean, it, I gotta help his friends and his community, you know. So just, just to make sure that everyone's on the same page, because a lot of times we feel as though, okay, we got kids out here, and you know, okay, I'm gonna take care of my kids, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't only your kid that's out here living, you know. You got other kids out here that are fatherless, you know what I'm saying? And if you're not reaching back and pouring into those kids. I mean, you also be destroying your kid as well. So I mean, like a, a lot, a lot. I think about a lot. You know, I just think about how can I become a better husband? How can I become a better friend? You know, how can I become a better brother? You know, a lot of things. I think about these things every day. You know, every day. And one thing that that I feel is, is consistent with becoming a better man is taking care of yourself, self care. And a big part for me of self-care is working out. A month they know like uh one thing I won't do, I won't I won't miss working out, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the time for me to uh evaluate myself mentally, uh physically, emotionally, you know what I'm saying? I, I let off some steam, you know what I'm saying? I get to become a better man, you know. I mean I get to look better for my wife when I come home, you know, everything. It's it's just a part of me, you know what I'm saying? So I think self-care is, is very important. Very good. And um, my second question would be, even though your episode was so phenomenal and set the precedent for the, the dynamic of this podcast, how, can you give me an example of one, an episode that stuck out to you the most or maybe may have had the most impact on you? 
all the all the episodes have had a, a good a big impact on me. But you know, like like uh, Monte's em, uh, episode would be my favorite because you know when I think about uh, different processes, you know sometimes you think about everybody going through hard times and it being the same thing like drugs, violence, guns, and all this type of thing. But when you think about different different uh, adversity and adverse situations, and I think about okay, you got to do like Monte. I mean, you got to do this smart. When I, when I look at them now, I'm like, man, what if you have, what if you would have quit on yourself saying like, okay, man, I'm going for my GD, man. I ain't smart enough. I'm not good enough. And he want to be the doctor that he's about to be. I'm claiming that for him soon. You know what I'm saying? So seeing him not give up, it only gives me hope to like, bro, keep striving. You know what I'm saying? Keep going forward. Like, what's your excuse? Like, I don't have, like, like, I don't really have an excuse. You know what I'm saying? So just seeing things like that and, you know what I'm saying? Seeing how uh, Monte, the type of father he is, you know, it just let me know that, you know, they say, there's no good men out here. There's no good fathers out here. Just saying, okay, I know I'm a good man. And I see Monte, and I see him being a good man and a good father. It, I, it let me know that it's hope for the generation, you know? Yeah. So I would say I would say Monte's episode, my favorite, you know what I'm saying? And it just helped me to open up and become a better man. It's kind of, it's kind of like therapy for me. Like, when I talk to Monte, it's like it's, Monte is one person I feel as though I can trust and I can confide in him. And it's like, hey, man, it feels good to be able to have another man you can talk to. Yeah. And I think, like, these episodes, Souls, it get better and better, you know. I mean, you keep following, but the listeners keep following. You know, what I'm saying it'll help you become a better person. You know, it definitely helped me become a better person. I, I want, I want to piggyback on something. Uh, it's the, the question is such a good question because we're talking about a favorite episode and why, right? And so when we look at, like you said, setting presidents and, and like what it really means to you, but I think each episode give you a little different flavor that I can say is my favorite. For example, the strength of Blaze Carter, you know what I'm saying? You got a man who lost his son and who now to gun violence at six years old. And just to see the strength that he speaks with and the positivity, the positive energy that he has in his community, it, it, it's just crazy. And then uh, William King Hollis, you have a guy who was homeless at one point. And so just the, just the, the passion is my favorite from his episode. Then you have a guy like Pope, just, just the hustle. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna be denied. You have, it's just so many different little pieces, um, like Reese, you know what I mean? Just, I was destined for this, you know what I mean? God laid this out for me and it's only for me to have. And no matter what I do or what happens to my family or what have you, I'm gonna have it. And so it's just like different episodes just gave me something different. Like I said, Quay was my favorite because it's it, like you said, it's at the president. It, it, it was like, all right, we got to come with it. Just how we gonna, this how the content gonna be for this podcast. But yeah, each each episode has definitely given me something um, unique, um, and I hope I hope I hope it has done that for the listeners also. And in agreement with what you're saying, that can again confirm that the the movement is legit when everyone like you said like you said quay just knowing that everybody it doesn't matter if it what type or how adverse the situation was but just knowing that everybody has come from something or has had to experience something where they've had to to take their circumstances decide what they want from them for themselves and rearrange their habits and look at where they're at now and that's that's nothing but admirable 
All right, my next question for you guys. Um, what type of, what is your plan for trust the process? Like what, what type of impact do you hope to have on your listeners? And this will probably be a good time for you to include like your goals for the future or what you see. Well, the plan for um, the process uh, podcast is to be a vessel, a motivational vessel pharmacy. You know, we prescribe the people the ne- the necessary drug they need. When you think about drugs, you think about different, like ibuprofen and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? In society, you have a lot of people dealing with different yeah. illness. You know what I'm saying? Mental, mental health is an illness. You know what I'm saying? So just going through a process and knowing that, okay, it's a person that took that same deck of cards and, de- and, and played that card and won. You know what I'm saying? It's a... I mean that's a good that's a good thing to know and to hear it you know what i'm saying to have these people accessible that you can reach out to them and you can ask them okay what was this process like you know what i'm saying how did you overcome this you know what i'm saying and they can give you some source of direction you know what i'm saying and, and these people to be accessible to you you know what i'm saying because a lot of times in our community you know what i'm saying we go through these things but we feel as though we're going through them alone you know i know for myself um uh, people that played a big role in my life were coaches you know uh i mean they don't get a, they don't get a uh enough praises but outside of sports how many people can you reach reach for and you can say okay i want to go in this direction in life and they can help point you in that direction to me that's where our community is lacking you know so uh i think i think that's one of our ultimate goals is to create a platform to help others to bring a lot of people together you know to to bring motivation you know right now we're working on our website on the website we have a lot of different uh a lot of different things going on, you know, it's going to be, a, I mean, just be on the lookout for it, you know, loading up the website, you know, I got Monte, we got, we got Dory, you know, Dory, you know, we got a lot of things going on right now, so it's just getting bigger and bigger, you know, and the sky's the limit, you know, and also one of the, the biggest things uh, that I'm into and we're into the whole process podcast is like, you know, some visiting the at-risk youth at the juvenile prisons, you know, showing them a lot, you know, at one point in time, you know, I was in the belly of the beast and, you know, for me, just to not know what's my next step, um, you know what I'm saying? And no one to help grab my hand and show me like, okay, this is the step. And kind of like wing it and figure things out. It was kind of tough. But for me to reach out and show these kids, like when you get out, man, you know, you got to have a plan, a vision, then you have to execute it. You know what I'm saying? And that's a big thing. That's a big step. You know, just being, just being that figure for a lot of young males, you know. Awesome. 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 Mate, can you give us can you give us something? So the impact I hope to have is just simply to encourage individuals to go after their dreams. Whatever it is, just go after it. You know what I mean? Because what's going to happen is either you're going to get to a point where you're going to quit or you're going to get to that point where you want to quit and you're going to get over it, which is going to make you stronger after, which is that process. Like, don't run away from the process. And ultimately, that you're not alone. I think by storytelling, we're telling where people are being vulnerable and exposing themselves to everyone and telling their 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 secrets on, you know, I got to this point and I did I thought I wasn't gonna make it and I got over. But just to show people that you're not alone. Like we're all in this together, we're all living, we're all failing, we're all learning life lessons together. Um, but in terms of the future, right now we have um, one scholarship recipient each week. Each month we donate to this recipient um, for the Distinguished Young Gentlemen, DYG. Um, it's an organization of young males in Tallahassee. We sponsor one of those students. 
Um, but we also want to start to collect scholarships for individuals who are, who are in college who may be facing some type of hardship, financial hardship. Um, and we want to be able to give back to those students to help them, to encourage them to trust the process. It may be hard, it may seem cloudy, you may not have food in your refrigerator, but hope this can help a little bit and just continue to trust the process and you will make it out on the other end. And also, um, you know, like we said earlier in, in this episode, um, the podcast is a platform for us to, you know, talk to our, our, our listeners, but it's a mindset. Um, it's also a lifestyle. And so in order to further that, that vision, uh, we're going to start a clothing line. And so we're going to have like, you know, snapbacks, dad hats, polo shirts, you know, t-shirts and things like that um, for anyone to purchase. Um, and so that's that's one of the movements that we're moving into. So we, like Quay said, just to reiterate what he said, we have the website coming up as a hub. Uh, we're going to do motivational, continue to do motivational speaking, you know, with our at-risk youth uh, and detention centers and anyone really, um, and also clothing line and scholarships. Um, so yeah. Well, I could say that it's great to hear that you all are so motivated about your future and trust the podcast's future and the different programs that you're hoping to implement you know they are most definitely going to be impactful and I just want to say thank you to you guys for allowing me to be a part of this be a part of the movement thank you to the listeners for listening to the podcast listening to this episode and we always hope that you can find something in in anything we say that resonates with your soul and be sure to continue to listen to us we are on soundcloud um itunes um you can follow us on instagram at overcome underscore achieve on twitter at overcome achieve and on facebook at overcome achieve and we look forward to connecting to building to learning and just interacting with you and if anyone is interested in being in a part of the movement officially or just want to show some type of support or hope to be a guest on on an upcoming podcast don't hesitate to reach out to us this concludes our one-year reflection again thank you for your support over the year be sure to follow us on instagram twitter and facebook and to like us on itunes and soundcloud thank you I think the main thing for me was trying to decide on who am I and like what I want to be and how I want to be remembered. Like that was my thing. You know, oftentimes I think about like my legacy and like the mark that I want to leave, not only on the industry, but the effect that I want to leave on people being a whole human being, going through my obstacles, going through the things that I'm going through, and not to only broadcast these things, but for it to inspire change.